they love bagging? Bagging. Oh, bagging. It's like bagging. It's bagel, I was not like, a bagel, we, you are, jerk. Are we tea bagging? is up the news is out time for adam and lowry the renegade with plays we make on commanders we will pee never lead you more astray you need to listen in today of non-brother fam oh damn <laughs> this is the first one where i'm like written by aussie nate uh performed by commander smith lowry <laughs> uh do, 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 the name do, of the title do, is do, in that do, song. Do, it made it happen. Oh man, what the hell is it? Oh, I can't. I give up. I can't think of it. Renegade by Sticks. Oh, see, I, I would have not got that. <laughs> I know the song, but I wouldn't have got that at all. Classic. Uh, I said that's good. No, no, come on. <laughs> Nate's been given the hard ones where I can't I guess them. He's so good. <laughs> Although at the tool one, I have to give a little side note to that because I feel bad that I didn't get that. That was like was a month a little, ago. I was a little hungover that day, mm-hmm. and so that's my brain excuse. wasn't functioning correctly. And I'm so. pretty sure Aussie Nate is like an aspiring songwriter. Yeah, for us, he's for, for the for commander us, yeah. <laughs> But he could probably he probably could find a, a gig in it. I know. Yeah, I it, believe in you, Nate. <laughs> Welcome, Commander Smith. We are the Commander Smith. I am Adam Smith, and I am Larry Smith. Don't worry, we are cousins. Yeah, we got that down. Yeah, it, first time in like two months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this is episode number fifty-five. Still 55. over a year. Still over a year. We're getting good at this. Yeah, we are. Kind of. Yeah. Sort of. Uh, kind of got a big episode today, but first we have uh, some announcements to make. It's like going to school. Yeah. And some of the announcements as today's news. Taking attendance too. Yeah. <laughs> well, first off, you guys can follow us on Twitter where you can find some cool stuff like what? What can they find on Twitter up with that? Uh, some news that we will talk about now too, but you'll be up on the jump start of Modern Horizons. We kind of did a, an announcement on that. Uh, I post beers that I'm not sharing with Adam. Yeah, very disappointed. Very with that. enjoyable <laughs> no, for me. Not enjoy that. Enjoy that, especially Yummy. when you you uh, post a beer that you're not sharing and it's a sour. I'm like, fuck, I want that. <laughs> very enjoyable for me. Uh, and then I also have the Insta. No, not insuspects. Well, that's on there, but the proxy of the week. Proxy of the week. Insuspects. We, we're, we're trying to, you know, increase those wheels. We're getting better at it. I still forget to say, like, hey, this is Lowry at the bottom yeah. of it. But <laughs> C.S. Lowry. C.S. Lowry. Eventually, we'll have our own uh, Twitter. I don't know. About maybe. That. I don't know. I kind of like to have it. You can do your own thing, and I'll just be under Commander <laughs> Smith's. Uh, then you can also go on YouTube, and that's the best free way to support our show. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Share, like, and subscribe is always wonderful yeah uh we also and have some videos on there we'll we actually kind of shot a video tonight we're not we're, necessarily we're practicing gameplay and so we're going to start working into that yeah. um might still be a little it's there's kinks yep we, we're that's kind of why we did it tonight to see all right what's when we get into the editing process we can kind of see okay we need to do this more so we're doing practice runs right we're now not, we're not going to give you trash yeah not but like our podcast we we're still gonna... have battle boxes which we do on there which will be coming out what you're giggling about something i, I just d- called us trash okay well we are trashy no <laughs> we're classy classy folks <laughs> have you listened to our openers half of our openers are pretty dirty Hey, you're not That's supposed true. to drink that beer. Yeah, well, I, I got thirsty. <laughs> what are we drinking, Larry? We're in the middle. Of, uh, this is what a are you sharing? Faction, what are you sharing with Adam this week? Double protect. Double protection. Double factor. <laughs> sun protection. Fruit punk. 
punch milkshake <laughs> IPA. Struggling. It's a lot of crazy stuff. So this is from Modest uh, Brewing in Minnesota. Oh, uh, nice. and this is actually this is a beer that is. Uh, fully funding a brewery uh burnt down in minnesota it's called portage oh, Brewing. i remember that place and so this all the proceeds of this beer go to that rebuilding of that brewery oh that's pretty sweet well so, cheers i like the cheers. can on that too it's we pretty sweet see. the normal adam response is you're probably wrong this is delicious that's pretty good yeah i like that a lot. i would probably down this uh pretty damn quick because it's yeah. light enough for me it's quite good. I, mm. I I think I'm discovering that I like the milkshake IPAs. So your I, milkshake brings all the boys to the yard because they're like it's better than my yours. wife made that joke Damn as right. well. It's better I was than like, yours. Yes, I will go to all the yards <laughs> if they have milkshake IPAs. Uh, and then, like I said, uh, well, we already did YouTube, and then you sure. can email us uh, song suggestions, specs. We love always letters. like to hear specs, love letters. Yeah. Yes, we. You guys heard that last week. Lowry's Whenever love is Adam wrong, uh, send him. Or we were wrong, and so far mm. Lowry's the wrong one. <laughs> and then any questions you might have. Uh, but then we have a new thing, Patreon. Uh, we mentioned it last week. Yep. So I did get that set up. I believe I don't know how to work it. So if you go on and donate, please email us <laughs> yeah. on how it works. <laughs> yeah. Right. Tell yeah. us how it works. Tell <laughs> No, but you did uh, get it set up. So what we are going to do at this moment, or this isn't going to be permanent, but anybody that donates for the month of March to us, any amount, doesn't matter, dollar, whatever, $5, $20, whatever you want to donate. Go crazy with at least three. Yeah. (laughs) I want a $2 Jefferson. (laughs) We will send you uh, the proxy of the week. Uh, You can choose one of the cards that is... Um, that you tweet that over. we tweet so you get to pick one of those out and we will we also need your address so we'll need to send it somewhere yeah so at that time you can tell us which like one how we're want. trying to get you on twitter yeah, yeah bring it. <laughs> come on over. doesn't matter if you donate we'll figure it out we'll tell you so yeah this is just the start of it we will have this fine-tuned as we go on but we wanted to get it up and running and we wanted to give you guys something in return if you actually donate so yeah it would be much appreciated and it'd be cool that now we should actually move into what we're actually going to talk about this week what are we talking about how many mm, segments right. We got this week. We this four. So four. we're going to talk about some of the gameplay that we had uh, when we were trying to record, record. games. Yeah, uh, we had pretty cool things. Yeah, there was, that the, was the first, the one we actually recorded was really freaking cool. So that'll be interesting to talk about. Uh, next one, we're going to have a segment that's uh, what would you do? And it's going to be kind of a reoccurring segment because this is, we're going to try and make it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next, we will talk about Modern Horizons, which is what I brought up about uh, news on Twitter. Uh, and Two we'll cards. just get into that. Yep. And mm. then the last thing we will end with is TCG cart fillers. So we'll we'll kind of explain that a little bit more and how this is going to benefit you for when you use TCG and you're doing your specs and all that stuff. What cards mm. to help fill your cart with. So, all right. Let's start with our gameplay. Excuse me. Did I you fart? I, I think No, I burped. Oh. <laughs> well, well you all started out of my mouth. You, you leaned over, so I thought for sure it was a fart. It kind of moved me. <laughs> right here in my heart. Nice. Moved me. Uh, so... Gameplay. Gameplay. What do we play here? <laughs> you played... Uh, so I played Kestia. I, you know, I've killed Estrid as my enchantment deck, and Kestia is the bestow legend from the latest commander set. Uh, and I want to use all those enchantments that I had. Uh, and so... I really have enjoyed it. Not gonna. I don't. At this point, we're not doing a deck tech on it or anything or no. spotlight. Uh, but, but you just finished it this week, right? Yeah, I just I just kind of set it up on Friday, tested it a little bit Saturday night. It is currently Sunday night. Um, 
but it it was pretty fun. You were playing Tasa, and then Adam number two was playing uh, what's her name or the wizard that uh, has prowess. Adelise. Yeah. So Tasa got out freaking quick, and everything was working. Was what did brutal. I have? I had uh, what did I start out with? Shit. Oh, did I have land tax right away? Right off the bat. That was the second game. That is the second game. Okay. Shit. But the first game, you just hit every land. Uh, you had Tasa. You ended up like there was enchantments. Uh, you had and, lifeline, oh, lifeline. I was like, there was something like, you had to destroy. He was sacrificing uh, afterlife cards with Tasa in play. They're coming back, scrying and looking at my top yeah, cards. Visra Seer, and then you're making you know two one one flyers multiple times around. It was just like holy crap. So you know, all lifelink. <laughs> By the time I think turn five rolled around, it turned into. Uh, Adam number two and Lowry destroy Absolutely. Adam. <laughs> so they were just... And I was I was attacking you with an eight eight octop you know umbral mantled octopus proof thing, and you were just like I'll take it. I'm gonna hit you for, for eight, eight and gain eight life. And I was back. just like, oh my goodness, I but I couldn't do anything about it. With Lowry coming at me with everything, I was trying to find answers, and I started sacrificing. Well, because they started, uh... we were definitely trying to remove your stuff. Yeah, because Adam had the. If he did damage to my creature, he would take it, and he had his little pinging, which we used to call binkies, his little yeah. wizard that would do one damage to any <laughs> target. And so they were taking out my Tesa, so in response, I was sacrificing things to make it so that I had more 1-1s, and then I'd sacrifice them to scry, and so my army went dwindled down, and then it turned yeah. into... I, I beast within your lifeline, which was yeah. doing amazing work. And for a second there, Adam number two looked like the beater because he had a five five sphinx that couldn't have stuff countered but we don't counter so it doesn't yeah. matter and then he stole my bruna which was a 15 15 <laughs> vigilance as you were trample. attacking me with it yeah and he stole it from you <laughs> blocked your creature killed it or no no just bruna took one of its um- yeah, took uh, one of what? the umbras off because he blocked my ronus indestructible uh yeah, it was kind of a weird situation, yeah. but it definitely worked out. Yeah, no, it definitely did. And then I eventually killed that his guy, Will Bender, because he was going to kill my scrying guy. So I was like, all right, Viscerous I kill here, yeah. kill your, your taking stuff and whatever. So then you got your guy back, and then you were able to kind of... I started, like, my... my I kind of missed my land drop on turn three and four, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and But... Once I got my third land, I, I laid down Thassa and was able to start hitting my land drops more consistently. And at the end of the game, I had like a Sigarda host of Herons in play, which is 5-5 flying hexproof. And then I, uh, my opponents can't force me to sacrifice things. Yeah, and then that I had, was brutal. That ended up being so yeah. brutal. Like, because then I had a freaking Butcher of Malachar that I cast. And as soon as I cast it, I was like, shit like the point I of it was, sacrifice yeah. like, so i was like damn it so then you played that white card to make us uh council's judgment yeah it was just a sweet card and so he was trying to take out my attrition well i i picked attrition yeah you picked attrition you picked butcher uh, of because i didn't like, want uh adam number two's creatures to die so you i was like need, pick my butcher kill mine. my butcher because otherwise it's gonna hurt you yeah so anyways, Larry gets us down because he has protection from creatures. The one dude does, right? No, that's another that's game. Sec- that's second game. That's Damn it, game. these games. Yeah, we have- they mix up. Yeah, so I had Haunted Cloak on Sigarda along with Kestia as Bestow. Yeah. So it was a 9-9 flying hexproof trample vigilance with haste. 
Yeah. And it was just like, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to get through a little bit. I'm going to be able to block a little bit. Uh, and she was doing some awesome, awesome work. So Adam number two was... When I had Thassa, so I was able to give it unblockable yeah. if I, I so chose. So he was being able to draw. He had Sunbird's advoca- Invocation out, which was awesome, him being able to cast stuff with all that. And so Lowry had a choice. I was at, I think, six life, and Adam was at five life, and you had to kill one of us. And Adam would just cast a whole bunch of stuff. And Larry is at 11, I believe. No, 8. I was at 8. Yeah, because you couldn't use your Sylvan library and keep all the uh, the cards in your hand. We joked about it because yeah. you said, if we get you down to 8, <laughs> you're going to kill, kill, kill yourself. And then we did it. And he's like, nah, I was kidding. And you're like, you fucking well, I, I had you guys dead, not on board, but in my hand. Yeah. I had it. I was like, I'm not going to kill myself, Doi. Yeah. So yeah. he chose Adam, which was probably the smart play because... He was doing so much. He was able to cast a lot. He yeah. had enough mana out. So I got through, it, killed Adam B. And then uh, I top deck Torment of Hailfire. Now, the funny thing is, <laughs> Larry had one card in his hand, and his creature that was out made it so he could not sacrifice. He didn't have a choice to sacrifice, and so he had to take... So I, I, took, I, I discarded one card and took 15 damage <laughs> because I could not sacrifice anything sacrifice. because of Sigarda. <laughs> it was pretty freaking awesome. That was I'm, I'm okay losing yeah, that was, way. It was funny because I played it not thinking about it. I was like, oh, man, so he's going to sacrifice. Because you even had like joked the turn before. I was like, yeah. oh, do you got a Torment of Hellfire? I was like, I'm not black. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. And then and, you top deck it. Yeah, so then I play it, and I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, does he have enough to sacrifice? He's going to probably do this, his life down to that. Can I still get him? And then as he's like taking his artifacts and he's sacrificing him, I'm like, I grab his guy. He's like, you can't sacrifice. And he's like, shit. (laughs) So that was an interesting gameplay right there. Yeah, it was was pretty sweet. I lost, but I felt like a winner. Yeah, you had the win. Well, and I I was playing a a Sagu Mauler, which is 6-6, hexproof, trample, and I could have switched over the haunted cloak to give it tra- or uh haste mm-hmm. and with thassa in play i can give i could have given sigarda and the mauler unblockable, unblockable which yeah. would have killed you both but, but adam he countered countered the mauler yeah so that it could not kill you both thusly i lose thank you adam number two <laughs> well we were working and, together and at there at the end trying i was to... not complaining about counter spells at all that was <laughs> the proper play <laughs> yeah because i already got countered two times that game yeah of Fucking course counter spells disdainful st- well you no it was smothering uh, tithe and no then, it was the the angel one where if i made tokens yeah, divine visitation yeah, yeah i got duh, i was like this duh. is game went oh, counter, counter son of a bitch anyway so i move into the second game that one went a, a bit quicker lowry ended up winning that much one much more fun <laughs> yeah much more fun because he won i i had a a nine nine protection from creature flying lifelink vigilance See, and I wasn't scared about that. It's what you did after that was the destroy all our creatures that don't have... He's like, I only have one board wipe in this whole deck. Well, guess what? He had it in his I hand. Did, I did have it. <laughs> and then uh, that felt good. Yeah. Just so, like everybody's like building all this stuff up. I had two creatures with auras on them. And then I uh, destroyed the board of everything that didn't have auras on it. And something kind of crazy, which probably doesn't happen very often. I had 36 energy counters on mine because yeah. I had that... <laughs> Double trigger with uh, what was the the demon that comes in? Uh, dark schemes, demon of yeah, dark, dark schemes. schemes. So I had that and had a bunch of creatures. It's whenever any creature dies, so even if it's a token or whatever, I was sacrificing them. And then you board wiped, and it was doubling it, and yeah, it was pretty sweet. 
but I did, I got to use it once just to make it so I had more creatures to block with, <laughs> and then you killed it, killed me first, and then Adam didn't have the answer to get back to you, so it was a short game. That was a short game, but it was it was still good. Like I actually enjoyed what Tesa was doing. It was I had double triggers going and all that. It's just the board wipe kind of screwed me. Yeah, playing Magic's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so move into our next segment, which is what, what would you, you do in this situation? situation? All right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. That was uh, us singing beautifully in harmony. <laughs> harmony, harmony, harmony. You harmony. Don't... <laughs> all right, so you wanna you wanna start us off, Larry? What, right, what are we doing so... for what would you do? The idea here is there are cards that you as a player or an opponent have to make decisions, and hopefully we're trying to help you give or help give you situations on what to do, when to do it. So uh, the the biggest example of this in I, I did listen to another podcast. I listened to the Command Zone, kind of the biggest guys, uh, and Josh Lee Kwai was talking about expropriate. And uh, it was just like an offhand comment, and yeah. I was drunk, so but I I latched onto it, and that <laughs> was drunk. And he what? was he was talking about expropriate, and that's where everybody makes a decision on the player that casts it either takes another turn or takes a permanent. Uh, uh, an opponent's permanent and so obviously the person that casted always says i'm going to take another turn and, and so that's not ever yeah that's not necessarily like always clear uh yes you should almost you always should give them give, give them a choice of taking something of yours and let them take an unless extra turn. I, then there's the one percent unless it's the game winner from them taking something that you have you know that's the only but you, the thing is, if is they're going to win that next turn, if they're going to win because they're getting the extra turn, getting, if there's something yeah. you can see obviously on the board, if they have what you have, they win the game. Of course, you like, for example, what if you had the uh, whatever, any of the enchantments that say if you have 40 or more life, you win the game. Well, if you, you let them, them take that, that okay. and they take their extra turn, they win the game. Yeah. So there's certain situations I'd say 1% of the time. Because that's not going to be, yeah, it's not going to be all the time. Know what's on the board and decide there. But the thing is, what people tend to do is go, well, I don't want them to have my best thing. Yeah. Don't don't let the emotion get to you of giving up. The extra something. turns is what gets you that killed. That will kill you because they get to draw multiple cards beyond you, mm -hmm. get to deal that damage whenever they want. Like it's it, it can it really builds up. And so like when he was talking about that, I was like, ah. There's a reason why a lot of people like that guy. And <laughs> and so um, I kind of ran with that idea and picking other cards of on how to play mm -hmm. or how you could or should be playing with it. So that's the whole concept of this. We'll, there's, there's a lot more. Uh, we can also get suggestions yeah, of cards that you... Yeah, if you have any you, ideas, you can definitely send them in. Yeah, message or tweet or whatever, or leave a comment on underneath the YouTube, whatever, however you're listening to this. So, But we're going to go over a list of these, and then, like I said, this will be a reoccurring segment so we'll come back to ones that maybe other people yeah. suggest we, we have a much bigger list than what we're going to talk about right yeah. now we had to cut it down we're like yeah this could be an entire episode and yeah. you're like oh let's just make it longer like kind of like our ccc where it's a reoccurring yeah gotta milk this one for all it's <laughs> yeah. worth we got a lot of these now we're starting <laughs> to get some uh, signature uh segments here like segment number two <laughs> not like that one <laughs> 
All right, so Episode why don't we start us off with the first one? Okay, one of your favorites. Uh, I love this card. And uh, I think we've talked about it recently, too. Aristic Study, which is an enchantment for two colorless and a blue. And whenever an opponent plays or casts a spell, they... Uh, can choose to pay one and if they don't you draw a card so in this case i'm just gonna try to cast everything i can who cares that fuck you you can draw as many cards as you want right sure don't do that <laughs> <laughs> but i think that's a big this one's actually quite it's, often the that's why it's such a good card because a lot of people do try to utilize their whole like okay i have this plan i have a six drop in my hand i have six mana I'm going to play it. Even though you have a five drop, you could do something else. Yeah. I don't care. You're drawing a card. It doesn't affect me. It's not killing me right now. Whatever, I, whatever. I have absolutely had this card win me game. Be, games. Game. One game. One game. Me, <laughs> one game. Go Viking. Uh, <laughs> so, like, That's this card. inside if, joke. If like, I laughed really hard at you saying go Viking, and it really is just an inside joke. Yeah. Do we want to yeah. tell that story? <laughs> Sure, we can do that. No, it doesn't matter. What do you want? It was to? texting, basically uh, left off the S <laughs> yeah. during a game. I was like, oh, so you just want one Viking one, to go? <laughs> like, you want, go Viking. And then I ran with that for years. <laughs> go one Viking. Yeah. Uh, okay, so. Good story. Uh, <laughs> Glad I made you do it. <laughs> and so, I yeah, I, I think that is the right thing. I think what you want to be doing is casting lower, cast it, or like convert mana cost spells, Still moving your board state forward, but you don't want them to be drawing a ton of cards. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I understand it if you're like already behind. Like if you missed a land drop or you're not ramping like everybody else, you might feel like you need to keep at pace at least. Um, then I can maybe start saying like, okay, one person can be letting them draw like mm-hmm. one a turn. But like when I see a whole table just going, well, I'm going to play a bunch of cards and you can draw three, four cards in a, you know, before it gets back to you, that just became a bonkers card. Yeah. Like, you, you just can't let it, them draw that many cards in between turns. I see more often than not that people just let you draw cards. Yeah. At and least if people, and especially if people are playing multiple spells in their turn. Yeah. They're yeah. letting you just, draw I'm one, gonna, two cards because they're like, ah, well, I want to get both my stuff out. I, and that's the thing is people don't necessarily think... And that's the other thing too. It kind of depends on how you look at that time. If this is your only thing out, or you know you're at that threatening, then people really are more inclined to let you draw let more. You draw. Yeah. That's so true. that's another aspect. If you're playing this card, don't play this card. And well, play it. It's fucking good. Yeah. But because, don't play it if you're the most threatening, because obviously. Well, well I you think still you, play you still it. slow people down by casting. But even or having better them is when more. you're not as threatening because people are going to be like, "Well, I feel bad for Lowry. Yeah. He needs to catch up to us." So, but then that can be the big advantage of getting back into the game. And yeah, this card can turn games. This, like I said, you're drawing enough cards, you're going to win a game. It might not be as threatening as like a, consecra- a consecrated sphinx either of mm-hmm. drawing two cards whenever an opponent draws a card. And so this is it's a really it's a quiet card. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that quiet because you're just fucking going. Hey, you pay, did you pay one for that? <laughs> so it is annoying in that regard did, as well. Did you pay one for that? People might target you just because you're saying <laughs> you want to pay one. Did you want to pay gonna, one? So how I get around that annoyance is I sit there, I remind them at the beginning of the turn, remember to pay one for the spell, mm. and then every time they cast a spell, I don't say anything, and then at the end of like a turn, if they haven't drawn a card, I go, hey, do you want to pay one or two for those spells so I don't draw a card? And they go, oh, I guess I can. Or, you know, just to, like, make the game go quicker. Because 
if they're do like, I don't care if that? you draw a card, <laughs> but then I go, if you have extra mana, do you want to spend that so that I don't draw a card? So it's the timing rules are a little bit off when I do that kind of thing, but it does speed up the game. So then, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it doesn't stop stuff. Foreshadowing to our maybe next week episode. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Not joking. We have started planning stuff. Yeah. We're like weeks in advance. We're like, oh, mm, all right. Week. Well, could Go be weeks, weeks in advance. But we're, we're, we're moving some things around a bit. Sure. Uh, yeah. So this combined with um, Smothering Tithe, then you can be really annoying. Do you want to play two? You want to play, play one? Yeah. I know this is, I've used that joke already, but... Yeah. When we had smothering time, another though, card that's similar uh, to Ristic Study as well is Mystic Remora, which is Cume of Upkeep. Whenever an opponent casts a non-creature spell, you get to draw a card unless they pay four. And so that one I don't feel as bad about because it's probably not not going to stick around forever. For, yeah. And they are also casting mana, so they're gonna like if they're doing the upkeep cost one, two, three per turn they're probably not also advancing their board state which is a big difference mm-hmm. um and so i think i think mystic remora is probably the more fair less annoying card because it's also non creature spells versus any spell that risk yeah. study does um and there is a, a dramatic price difference i think mystic remora is a fine replacement like 15 dollars for study three bucks for remora like i think that's a fair difference so you'd rather play that than this uh no, <laughs> no not at you all. You don't play bad cards. if you're doing budget. Yeah, but I have I have plenty of. <laughs> so kind of flipping into the opposite of this in a way, um, Necrosar, the Mind Razor. So what this one does is everybody at the beginning of their upkeep gets to draw an additional card, but every time everybody draws a card, every opponent draws a card, they take a damage. So the opposite kind of happens here. What what? And this is one what, that you mentioned to me, a what you see happening, is, and I do, because I this is my commander, one mm-hmm. of my commanders, and this definitely happens when it comes out. And people that I've seen, they go, ah, oh, shit, I don't want to take like that little pinging damage. Every like, time I draw, I got to take a damage? God it, damn it, that thing yeah. has to fucking die! Yeah, <laughs> and they try and kill it as soon as they can, and I'm like, why? Uh, and so my reaction to why like that is... Um, Negasaur is allowing the entire table to draw an extra card, right? Mm-hmm. So the uh, let's say you are playing Negasaur, you get to draw one extra card, but everybody else at the table gets to draw another card as well. So that's three cards to your one. So you're putting the table ahead of you. And so if you're trying to get rid of it as quick as you can, you're not gaining that advantage. It's basically a free advantage as an opponent to Negasaur. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... I always try and not kill it yeah. as fast as possible. There are definitely circumstances, yeah. though. The, so things that I will throw on Necrosar, which gets it killed quick, is infect and then make everybody wheel their like, hands. Yeah, grafted exoskeleton. Yeah. I have two. In this deck, I have two infect cards. Like Tainted Strike, I think, the black. The instant. one that gets minus one, minus one counter at the beginning of your oh, upkeep. Yeah, and then yeah. when okay. it, yeah. That's the black aura. Yeah. Blight something. So that's when you kill it right away, because then if they put uh, if you're infect poison, on it, <laughs> then yeah. what they're going to do next is... Oh, everybody just uh, let's windfall. <laughs> and I think you also need to worry if they have some way of protecting it on board, like a, a lightning greaves or a, you know, lightning or uh, swiftwood Swift boots. The, yeah. some, some way of like shroud or hexproof on it. Because then they're planning something. Something's yeah, then, afoot. Then it's kind of like, well, you can't do anything about it if they're wheeling. Mm. Or you got to be ultra careful if they, if you have 
another card that deals damage whenever you draw cards. Mm-hmm. So um, there there are multiple cards out there that yeah. say whenever an opponent draw a card, you lose a life. So if you're drawing two cards and taking four life, that's quite a bit more, you know. Then you start uh, taking out some of the things. But like what the point of Necrosar is... People start to freak out because they're drawing cards and taking damage when they draw cards. They don't cards. want to take that damage. And some of their decks are built, a lot of ours do that, is you're drawing more and more cards. Well, mm-hmm. this is helping you draw at least an extra card for your turn. What we have seen, and I have seen when I play this, is the person that's about my uh, to my right... The, if they have a kill spell, you guys like the table wait, will work wait together. Until the end of yeah, turn. everybody gets their draw, and then that person kills it, which that could work because it benefits everybody else gets their draw, and then the person that had them out, yeah, gets it killed. But still, it staying on the board is helping everybody go through their deck, get the cards that they need and for again, their things that to damage, work. Unless they're a wheel and a wheel and right. a wheel, like you, you should. I, I think it's, I think it's good enough that you hold up removal instant speed removal mm-hmm. just in case yeah that there are tricks and you know craziness happening but at the same time like you still want to get that card advantage i think yep uh all right we move into the another card and larry will knock- this is probably one of my most hated yeah cards. larry doesn't like when i play this card uh this one's constant miss which is colorless and green for an instant and it has buyback sacrifice a land and then prevent all combat damage uh, this turn. Yeah. So, so the buyback sacrifice and land is fucking awesome. It's <laughs> really good because that player can just continue to block or like get rid of any major damage coming their way. So what do you do when this gets played then? I attack them every turn. Yeah. So what Lowry does, and I've played this, it's in my uh, Rashmi deck, which it's... The reason why it's in there is because I'm casting this on somebody else's turn. Reveal the top card, blah, blah, blah. You, you Either know. under your hand or under play. Yeah. So I'm able to cast it and play it and keep bringing it back and keep casting on other people's turns. So once Lowry sees that it comes out, he basically gets the whole table to go attack Adam. I do, so he I starts do sacrifice. Yeah. They don't always that. listen because it's not like I'm not threatening at that point. Yeah. But he's like, we need him to sacrifice his land. Just get him to use up his land it's, or... Let it go to the graveyard. Yeah, and I'm fine that you're casting it, but it, I want you to be losing those resources in losing a land per attack mm-hmm. if you so chose to be doing that. Now, if it's in, again, if you use it and it goes to the graveyard, I'm fine. But the card will, it, it really sucks when the table doesn't agree to attack into constant, constant miss because then it's just you. You're opening yourself up to the table for the the um for yeah. the, the cross attack yeah. you know that's not the real worm i don't know uh, if i word. like that we're talking about this because yeah. <laughs> uh, some of the people that we play with will listen to this and they're like oh that's why okay yeah. now i'm gonna attack adam when he is but i haven't played rashmi in a while this is exactly rashmi, why i want us to talk about rashmi this. pisses people off well because <laughs> you're playing because yeah, i'm playing turns. everybody's you're, turn you're, you're not it's only playing really on other people's really turn. good but it yeah it gets last annoying. time you played it uh the crew uh, prophet of crew fix was still legal yeah. <laughs> that's okay. the one i remember going this is fucking awful yeah. <laughs> it was just like oh it's your turn well this is the one that, the one deck i do have uh paradox engine in that's also true 
So, uh, but yeah, Constant Miss is, it's a really good, I mean, that's why it's a $9 card. It's just, it's a really good card in general. If you're playing any green, a Constant Fog, Constant Miss, get the, get the <laughs> name. All right. Uh, next one we're going to talk about is Royal Assassin. We just talked about this one a few weeks ago yeah, and, and we and kind of stumbled upon it and it's kind of a interesting one to discuss here. So it's two black and a colorless and it's, this is old school, man. Like, yeah. The one that we have pulled up and the one that I have, well, I have the, the newer ones too, but it's just like this old woman with an eye patch and a little knife. You mean like a pirate? Yeah. She looks like a pirate. A knifey pirate. I don't know. And somebody's drinking in the background and she's going to kill him, whatever. Probably but... already poisoned it. Yeah. So... Oh, because they're drunk. They're going to be tipsy. Yeah. And then and she, tapsy. And she can... And deadsy. <laughs> yeah, see how that works? tap it? Oh, I yeah. see. Uh, so you tap destroy any tap creature. So what what do you like, how do you use this card? So we kind of like how we talked it about couple, it before yeah. was like it makes you not want to attack. This is almost like more decision making versus like an avatar woe that taps destroys any creature. Mm-hmm. Now this you're like oh I can prevent this and so it it can almost be like a fog effect. Mm-hmm. So I actually don't know how to play against this card no i actually i think this card needs to go and i said it when we talked about it before where we kind of like stumbled into it or like oh fuck we should be playing this more it's if you have it in play they're not attacking anybody else either it kind of puts the board at a stalemate you know because i think it can really slow down a game because if everybody just starts attacking then you can just start on choosing right before it's your turn you go all right kill that thing and then it untaps and then you wait until it goes around to your turn so maybe the best thing to do is attack with disposable creatures Mm -hmm. um that's still gonna get killed if there's something tapped and i have royal assassins in there i'm gonna freaking kill it but it could potentially turn the whole table at you to kill it because they're all, th- you know, they could work together and be like, he's going to kill one of our creatures. Let's kill him before they can kill our, one of our creatures. Even, but even if somebody uses like, let's let's say they just like use removal on it. Like technically that's not bad because a lot of removal is meant to hit anything and everything like huge. And this is just like a repeatable like removal spell mm-hmm. to a degree. But at the same time, like they didn't kill your commander, they didn't kill. Yeah, they wasted like, on kind of Oracle a, of Moldiah. They yeah. didn't kill like everything that's other that's awesome, and so they killed this with it to like open up the board state. So it, it's definitely like I think a, a very interesting decision making card. Yeah, I want to see um, it played more. We got to actually start to put these. I agree. In, uh, I, I think play black. Very interesting. We need to put this in because I honestly think this could take, not take the place, but for black decks, this is the ghostly prison. This is the propaganda. This is the kind of deterrent of somebody trying to attack you. Now, those make it so it's harder to attack, and a lot of times people won't, but if you have, a, if it's late enough game, you can tap into it and use you know you can still get the sure, attack through sure. this. But even if you're attacking them and you know you tap the creature, they could just tap and kill, kill your biggest yeah. creature too it's just like well shit and like i can see putting like instell energy or some type of on oh, tapper yeah, on this and just it. start start machine gunning uh, your opponents <laughs> i think that would be, 
I think you could do some kind of fun stuff other than stalling the board, which sounds like shitty. Yeah, I know. That's totally <laughs> what it is, though. It's like uh, this, somebody's going to kill it like that. We I want to see this tested. And I bet you if it comes out, it's going to get killed. Or like you said, you will attack with little things that don't really matter. Yeah. Like with Tesa, I would have still attacked. Oh, because they all had vigilance. Mm-hmm. Of course, I would have still attacked. Yeah. And so vigilant tr- creatures do get a bonus mm-hmm. from that. Uh, and I think that becomes kind of important. But again, like if you're not planning on having vigilance in your strategy, I'm not sure how often that's going to come up. Yeah. yeah. Like a couple, like Bruna's a really good commander. If you have Royal Assassins, a muck in yeah. your, all of a sudden play it starts going rampant with yeah. everybody. Why did Royal Assassin all of a sudden <laughs> spike? Yeah. We got that pull. Oh man. Yeah. Cause you can pick these guys up for under a buck. They, they've been reprinted yeah. so many times. They're, they're cheap. And but man, these two are black and a colorless is a cheap investment for potential uh, just constant removal. Yeah. All right. Uh, second to last one. Uh, so we have browbeat, which is uh, two colorless and a red for a sorcery. Uh, and then I should actually get down closer. Any player, uh, I can't actually read it. Uh, any player may have browbeat deal five damage to him or her. Make sure you got the him or her in there. If no one does, target player draws three cards. So this card kind of starts uh, in turn order. So yeah, it, it's not like I'll take it. It's there's actually a decision there. Like you're the next player, you got to go like. Uh, uh, I'm not going to take the damage. And then you almost got to hope that somebody else will take mm-hmm. the damage. So what would you do in this one then? Would the, it de- kind of depends on your order or not order. I, I, I think guess. it does or like depend on order, uh, like life state. Yeah. I was going to say where you are in the game. This like, card becomes very good and red late game. Yeah. So th- this one, if you're playing it, I would not play it turn three. <laughs> yeah. No, somebody's just going to take five. I yeah. think the first person takes five every time if it's turn three. So if you have this in your hand, you sit and wait on this one, wait until your hands pretty much empty. Everybody's life is getting low. Then you play it. And the lowest life person is most likely not going to take that five. Um, yeah. You're less likely. So the question ends up being like, get to a, a, a point where both are good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, if somebody takes five life and they're taking a quarter of their life, that's pretty nice. Yeah. You know, if they're going from 20 to 15 because they're trying to take one for the table and good for them, or you're drawing three cards, that's quite good late game as well for in red. So I, I think this is a pretty interesting card and it really is dependent on when you're playing it. Um, but generally, like anytime you're above 20 life, I think you just take it. Yeah. You eat it. Um, I think, you know, you can kind of talk within the opponents going, hey, do you want to take it? Do you want to take it? Does anybody like actually in the better board state? Mm-hmm. Are you going to take this? And sometimes they're like, you know, other times it's like, I don't care if he draws cards. Yeah. That's me. No, I'm just That's, kidding. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care. And sometimes there isn't any real problem in that either. It's just like, well, they don't have any cards. In, it, like if they don't have any cards in hand, you take the damage. Don't mm-hmm. let them draw. Because they're. They're just playing. You see what's on the board. Like, yeah, it's yeah. it's much better to take the five. But there. if they have like a four, four cards. cards in hand, everybody's equal, then you probably just take it. Yeah. Or give them the cards. It's a pretty interesting card, I think. You like um, to take it. That's not how it works. Right up the poop chute. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> 
All right. The uh, last one is stalking Leon, Leonin, 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 Leo, little long. Let's call him stalking Leo. (laughs) So this one is one of those hidden rival cards kind of thing. Uh, Two and a white, three, three. It's a cat archer. When it enters the battlefield, secretly choose an opponent. Write it it down. Just know when I play this, it's not going to be a secret. It's always you. No, I'm just saying. (laughs) Normally is the case. Reveal that player you choose. Exile target creature that's attacking you. If it's controlled by the chosen player, activate this ability only once. And so if my opponent has this, do... Like, do I worry if I have the biggest board state? Like, if I have the biggest creatures, do I just go, oh, I'm going to kill everybody else and then get to you? Because it has to be attacking the player with uh, Stalking Leonin. So I would attack. You could test it out, I guess. It depends on what how many creatures you have. I may test it out and see, like, okay, I'll attack with these creatures at you that i don't care necessarily if they die because it has to be the creature that's attacking you correct it has to be attacking them so then you can attack others with the other ones your bigger ones whatever kind of test the waters to see if you're the target and then every you know throw a little one that's a little bit bigger or something you know i guess test it out because (laughs) because that, that could be like what if they have a board state where none of your kind of good creatures can get through where like you'd be trading off and they'd be like well i'm gonna i'm gonna block that guy and then it's kind of like royal assassin in a way where it's like all right true enough i'll go after other people that's how i would play it i wouldn't try to but the difference with royal assassin is you can always hit any tapped creature this is a very like a a moment within that game of attacking them and so like do you waste removal on this if you're afraid that they're going after you now obviously there are there are certain things like if you have uh like an a huge indestructible on board Mm -hmm. or something that has a bunch of auras on it yeah you don't attack them with that uh you avoid them in my mind now casting wise if you're the player that casts it casts it what would you do the two, do the tip- two things that I would think about is what is is there a huge threat on board or is there like a commander that I'm worried about? So do you ever try to forecast and figure out I actually haven't played this card. I maybe have played I've played this once up when a it, bunch. Like this is one card that I I cut a bunch. Yeah, cuz the part that stinks is is a one-time use. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Unless you can find a way but to flicker it. I mean, it's a 3-3 three, three for 3. And, yeah. but, and then it has removal, exile removal attached to it. But so, I, I guess... what? Uh, that's tough. Do you just go for the person that has... Like, what if no one has a board state? You know, this is 3 mana. This could come out right away. Or do you, you probably hold this then. I think you hold yeah, it until... The, maybe you hold, hold it until there's a threat on board. Then you throw but it But also, I think if you have, like, uh, a Maelstrom Wanderer player out there which is like a seven five haste commander you go well i'm gonna play this and then i'm gonna you know secretly name that player because they have a huge threat that has haste and they're giving haste maybe you worry about cards if there's a lightning greaves on board then they have cards you can't target which would not would, work. Yeah. <laughs> see how much we've thought about this no it's uh so if you have some type of haste enabler or a hasty creature, mm-hmm. I think maybe you worry about that player a little bit more too. Mm. 
Um, if you know somebody like Kalia, if somebody's playing Kalia, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you freaking toss that on them. So even somebody that's not necessarily, if you play it mid game, early game, kind of check out the commander and see what each commander can do. Even if it's not even in play, just see what the possibility is. Of course, if they have a freaking planeswalker commander, you're not going to be able to kill it anyway. So (laughs) don't go that route, but they might have more creatures that are going crazy. Yeah. It's it's situational. Of course, it's always situational, man. I just, I haven't played this (laughs) card, so I don't know what I would necessarily do. I think it's the, and I, I love these kind of cards that create that like decision tree of like, how do I do it? How do I play it? How do I play against it? And that's kind of what we're trying to do here. We should just do a deck where it's all just... All question marks. Yeah, just like, oh, I got what the fuck do you do here? <laughs> we call so, it, what the fuck I, would I you think, do? I, I think I, I like your way of kind of tossing mid-level. Yeah. See creatures and seeing if they use it. And it, and even so, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't toss anything at them that doesn't have some sort of protection on it. Mm-hmm. So... It's definitely an interesting card, though. Piques my interest. As casting it, I would be worried, too, that I think people would attack a little bit more. Attack you, you know, just to test and see if... Or am I the target? But if you have the... Now, an interesting thing with this is, like, if you have it in a blank deck... Yeah, you can keep doing it. I, so you yeah, just... Yeah, so you just are too. super aggressive on that. And then Brago, blink it, choose another player. Yeah. Like, the next biggest thing on But board. they got to attack you. They do have to Because if you have you. a blink way... Uh, uh, Blink 182 is what I almost but said. But if somebody's like attacking you, if you have like instant speed blink, you could blink it, have it come back into mm-hmm. play, and then choose that player and then remove whatever card. Ah, this card seems cool. <laughs> you going to play it now? Maybe. I don't have a blink deck. You used Not, to, Brago. I, I know. That doesn't mean I have it now. God, you kill so many decks. I go through a lot. It's crazy. All right, so let's move into our next segment. Is that it? We have... What? I wish we had more. <laughs> we do have more, we do but have we're going to have to save it. more. I mean, look at that. That took freaking 30 minutes just Good to talk about those. Us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we want to talk about the just some news that happened this week. If you hadn't heard, it's... Modern or Horizons. Horizons. Tried to say it with you, but yeah, I didn't was, do it. Really gosh, well. off I didn't know that. you were going to start that early. I don't know why I did it. <laughs> so this is the first legal, modern legal set that's completely skipping standard, which is kind of crazy in itself. I like that they're doing it. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, there's going to be new cards. There's going to be reprints. Of cards that are not, not in standard. standard. Or not standard, not but so, yeah. modern. I, like repeated you too. <laughs> like repeater. <laughs> How about I was like I, trying to go <laughs> harmonize with you and I said standard with you. Like, I'm just going to start fucking up on purpose <laughs> <laughs> that you repeat me and say stuff wrong. I okay. am an idiot. What? Let's no, I'm not an idiot. Stop it, Larry. Uh, New cards and reprints of cards not in modern. Uh Obviously not including basic lands, but they made that notation. Yeah, they did. Because I'd be I'd be super pissed if I got basic lands. <laughs> these are in modern. <laughs> so and obviously these are gonna be legal in vintage and legacy as well. And commander. And commander. So that's why that this is important. Yeah. Um which if it's going in if they're here's my well, I guess let's go through it all, but if they're gonna be in modern, they're gonna be relatively strong cards to handle modern. You know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, they're they're trying to shake it up a bit. So if they're strong there, you know, there's certain cards that really won't affect Commander as much as they do like a lot of the uh look at somebody's hand and well, that's gonna be one of the ones that's we talk about. One of them. Yeah. But that card in itself 
Ah, we'll get into that. Let's keep going with it. The important part of this statement is any modern legal card currently will not be printed in this set. And so if you're if you're keeping an eye on fetches, they are currently going up. They will not be reprinted. Any of those so like uh, i said last week with crater of behemoth and i was like oh we might ha- we have some modern something that's going to be happening soon and this, i was kind of worried about a reprint that won't be reprinted. that's not happening yeah. no snap snapcaster mage liliana of the veil tarmogoyf none of these cards are going to be reprinted so kind of a side spec if you want to pick those up now yeah get if, ready because those are going to go up for those cards get them asap yeah. in my opinion well, and they just came. A couple of them came out in Ultimate Masters, and yep. that's about now. Yeah, the t- I just prices watched, might go uh, up a little bit with those. I was going through Card Kingdom, and uh, Snapcaster Mage was sold out. Oh, really? Yeah. Ugh. So they might have more in stock, but at that point, Card Kingdom is like the first out. place to see when the the some of the stuff Spi- goes. Yeah, spikes start happening. Um, but this can be released June fourteenth. So my whole thing last week, where I was like. Hey, don't they normally have a subset between? Well, they aren't doing like you kind of said. They aren't going to do a subset between uh, Ravnica Allegiance and the Spark, but it's coming out after that. So release is June fourteenth. They're actually going to do a pre-release, which draft pre-release weekend, June June eighth and ninth. It's going to be a two hundred fifty-four card set with a buy a box, which would which would be interesting. Uh, I wonder if it's going to be a different card, kind of like they've been doing for standard sets. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be its own unique... Uh, yeah, it's going to be a different card. Yeah. I mean, that's what it seems like in that. 254 cards plus a buy a box. So I'd assume that it's going to be a different card, like how what they they've did been it. doing. Yeah. Uh, and then available sto- on Magic What We don't care about that. No, uh, but then... is 699 but they don't really tell you. They don't have MSRP anymore. Yeah, they took so... that away, and so... You don't really know what the price is going to be, but it's probably going to be $10 a pack. Yeah. Probably. So the cards... Well, first off, what do we think of this? Um, I think it's going to send get us a lot of powerful cards yeah. for Commander. Now, there's going to be some cards that... You know, there's some modern stuff where it's like name a card and then look through their library hand and blah, 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 and get rid of those. Ki- you know, those kind of things don't really affect commander because sure. everybody has one. And that's the only thing with modern that their cards don't affect us, you know, aren't as good. Everything else though you use in commander. A lot of modern cards are commander cards. Yeah. Um, so it can be very good there. Like the, the first one that they actually revealed is kind of what I was just talking about was the cabal therapist, which is a one, one black and it's a one one it has menace and at the beginning of your pre-combat main phase you may sacrifice a creature when you do choose a non-land card name then target player reveals their hand and discards all cards with that name so you're not going to get multiple cards in commander obviously but the thing is is what i like about this card is you're able to do it every turn once a turn at your pre-combat, you're the first time you're guessing at somebody's yeah. hand, you're like, oh, you're that, playing you a Necrosar know. deck, I'm going for Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> nope, don't Just, have that. Okay, now I see your hand. And then you know that what cards you need to pick out of it, if it's worth sacrificing a creature and mm. stuff like that. So I could see this being used in, I mean, I put this in, I would put this in Tesa because I'm looking for a sacrifice outlet being a one one menace for one is not a bad thing either that's Mm -hmm. pretty aggressive but the menace part seems pretty important Mm -hmm. so um i i think it's a a 
powerful card. It doesn't. It's not as good as the other card that they sure. revealed. But with with Cabal Therapist, like Cabal Therapy isn't good enough for Commander. But this being on a body and you're able to use multiple times. I know Cabal, you can use that twice. This you can turn. use it. If people don't kill it right away, you know, if you're not really affecting the board. If somebody does that to me and they see the crazy thing in my hand, I'm going to try and get that crazy thing out of my hand as soon as possible. It almost would make me more aggressive going, well, it's just as good as a kill spell. Yeah. And then, well, the other thing is if you don't have anything crazy, then they just go to the next person and like want to see everybody's hand before they actually do anything. You know, they go, all right, uh, next turn I will look at uh, blah, blah, blah's hand and see what they have. And that's kind of the nice thing is you get an advantage of seeing their hand. I can, I can see this going in like a, a Nath of the guilt leaf type deck Mm -hmm. where it's whenever an opponent discards a card, you put a one, one one elf. So you're getting the one, one you can sacrifice that to do something else. Yeah. Like do another creature, like, and you potentially are getting that elf back anyway. Yeah. So that, that could be pretty cool in there. So, uh, okay. So the we finally, finally have a Sarah Angel Planeswalker. Sarah the Benevolent. Uh, it's a Planeswalker for two colorless and a white white. Starts with four loyalty. It's plus two is creatures you control get flying and plus one, plus one until end of turn. Uh, creatures you control with flying get one plus one oh, until with end flying. of turn. Yeah. Again, can't really read it. That's all right. Uh, it's minus three is uh, you create a four. Sarah four, Angel. It's Sarah Angel. Four, four, flying, flying vigilance, vigilance. Which seems Used quite to be the best card ever. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's minus six, which remember, the first one is a plus two. So you can hit ultimate by your second turn. Um, with it in play yeah. yeah so you get the emblem if you have a creature your life total can't go lower than one <laughs> so that's pretty ridiculous that's i pretty can see this going awesome. in my hex proof and then destructible oh, God, that would suck. this would be worship is in my deck so uh but this this card seems really good for modern like this i think is like it's a it's a four four flying vigilance for four yeah that's basically what it is can create a token right off the bat a four four yeah that seems really powerful for Ford. This is a playable Planeswalker in Modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is quite good in Commander. You know, you, you have your yeah, this is Angel definitely. decks, like a Lyra Dawnbringer. It's actually a 5-5 five, five lifelink Vigilance yeah. flying. Like, that seems really good for four mana. Uh, and I think just a 4-4 four, four body for four is quite good. Yeah, this is pretty ridiculous. And it's, it's Sarah. Also, yeah, I personally am disappointed that they have sarah in this set why is uh, that well i feel like i, I you want her should, to be part of the actual it should have been a commander yeah uh you know instead of like maybe nahiri or whatever mm-hmm. it should have been a commander been able to be a commander yeah. should have been able oh to be i get a what commander. you're saying so you can actually i got you yeah you're a general so one of the ones that can actually be gotcha yeah i agree well maybe they'll change that rule <laughs> they won't they have they've had some time to think about it and i don't think they will not so. yet <laughs> i think there's just too it, it empty too many cards into being commanders and mm. I, I think it would just be too much chaos at this point they would just have to ban certain ones that's no fun <laughs> all or nothing so yeah this one we have a few months Yet, well, we have the spark first, and then this will come yeah, out this the summer. Spark and then this, yeah, later on. But be prepared to see some pretty cool spoilers. But I don't think they'll spoil anything. They said, oh wait, they did mention something 
Uh, there'll be a couple more spoilers at one of their magic fests, I think, coming up. I think is what I heard when I, I was watching. I didn't see that, so I don't know. I was watching the Twitch thing when they actually were announcing it. So uh, th- there will be cards coming out, uh, spoiler wise. So we'll tweet those when that happens. But first, Spark is coming out first, so that's more of what we're looking at. But these sure. cards will probably be pretty damn nuts. I'm already excited. Like they definitely got me excited for the product. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am looking forward to getting a box. <laughs> Question box. mark? <laughs> well, I mean, it's as long as the prices are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. We move into our last segment. So we don't have no specs, specs of the week because this is kind of a spec segment in a way. So we're calling this the TCG cart fillers. So as you know, if you guys buy from TCG, some of you may just buy from eBay or whatever, or Card Kingdom or whatever, but TCG, you can get a lot of great deals for pricing and everything. Sure. We've yeah, talked about the advantages and disadvantages of each. eBay, if I can find the card at that price or close to it, I will go to eBay and buy it only because ebay bucks and you don't get the tax where tcg now has the state tax that's involved with all that uh otherwise most of the time i'd say seven times out of ten tcg TCG is the cheapest so the one problem is when you're specking if you've if you're into specking if you have noticed this uh if you don't spend two dollars or more on a they don't send it to you yeah so you have to find things to get the over the two dollars uh, they do have something that's coming out, what, this summer? Um, yeah, and this is kind of what sparked it is apparently they're going to charge you like 70, 80 cents if you're under $2. So, right? Is that yep. what's going on? 78 right. cents, I think. Yeah, I think they're, for some reason, 78 cents. I don't know why they okay, picked 78 that. 78 cents. But uh, they're kind of, I don't even know if they're testing it right now, but that's it's not happening until this summer. I think it was like June or something like that. But. But it's like, why not just fill your fill cart, cart with $0.78 cents worth of cards to get over that $2 mark? So, yes and no. I would say most of the time you would do that. Fill it with something, even if you're just like, all Unless right. Unless something's going crazy. Yeah. So, like, for example, the ninjas, when Nijitsu, you know, that commander came out, you Eureka. know, Lowry and I were texting back and forth. That was our first Instaspec on Twitter. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. So, Lowry's like... Boom, the Ninja Commander. Well, I immediately got... I was driving home when that happened. Got home, started putting them in my cart. By the time I went to check out, half of the Ninjas that I had put in there were gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I only got half the amount that I got. I still got mine. Now, if this rule, the 78 cents thing was in, in play, I would have been able to get those all right you away. You wouldn't I would really just, search through it. I would just, just take check it, it out, take check it out, check it out. Yep. Hit. Um, and that makes sense. Like you want to, you want those cards. You want it to be as quick as possible. Yeah. So um, in those cases, you want to kind of have. I guess this is what we're going to kind of discuss here is if it's you need to check out as fast as possible. Just look for their first card that's really cheap that gets you over that hump. I guess click, click, click. Yeah. Until they make that change of the seventy-eight cents, where you know it's. I mean, ninjas went from picking them up for under a dollar to selling them for like twenty dollars. You know, as a freaking ri- some of them were yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, huge change. And and I think that's you know it's definitely worth taking the seventy-eight cent hit, yeah. especially if you're going for foils that are super cheap mm-hmm. at that spiking process type yeah. thing. But um, for most of the time, we aren't 
hitting like that. So most of the time it's like specs that we talk about during the week where you have time to buy them. They're starting to go up, but you have time to fill out your cart and everything. So what we want to talk about here is like what cards do you kind of go after? So in your situation, you don't... I generally don't jump into that, like just that feeding frenzy. Yeah. Unless it is completely obvious, like ninjas. Ninjas. You jumped in on that one too. Yeah. But like with walls, I didn't hop in, even though that was pretty clear. I just didn't know how popular that would be because it already had like... Uh, Doran as a semi niche for that, mm-hmm. uh, but Ninjas was a clear, 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 mm-hmm. and so it was like hop on that. Uh, so, but when it comes to the not feeding frenzy part, I, I have a lot of things that I go for. Like, as in, my main thing is if somebody's under, if it's a card under two dollars, and I only want like, if I'm kind of specking on it, I find. Uh, dealers, even if it is a little bit more, dealers that have multiple of them that can get me over yeah. $2. That, oh, for that sure. That's the first, the first thing, thing I, I look for. for. Yep. That's- so, like, as an example, you'll probably bring up Sphinx of Foresight as well, mm-hmm. but I saw it on TCG for $0.20 cents a piece, regular non-foil. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody was around 20 you know, ish cents i found one dealer that had 11 of them so they're like i oh. bought 11 I'm like, i'll <laughs> like give that. you my 220 yeah like that's exactly. fine uh and that just saves a ton of time mm-hmm. on looking through their store it's just like boom i'm taking it even if it's a five cent loss yeah whatever um and so that's the first thing I do is look for somebody with multiple, multiple copies. Co- yep. That'll get me over 20. Yeah, if it's in the price range, you know, in the realm of the other ones. But sometimes you do find them where it's like uh, $2 cheaper than the next one that has two copies. Sure. And you're yeah. just like, fuck, I, yeah, I got to find something else in this. You know, I'm getting a good deal if I can get this card. So a lot of times you go to their storefront and you start searching through and mm-hmm. pick out something. And is that kind of what you do then too is like if you go – if it isn't multiple copies, you just go to their store and see what they have, like their storefront, or do you even do that part, or is it just? I don't do it that often because okay. generally I will sit back and just be like, ah, it's not worth it mm-hmm. to me. Uh, it's like I, I'm generally I have like a semi list that I'm going for, mm-hmm. and so I'm like I'm going to spend fifty to a hundred dollars. It's like I'm already going to spend that money. I can skip it and keep it for later. And if I miss a speco, well, yeah. So like you, sometimes you just got to make sure like it's okay to miss something. Mm-hmm. It's it's better to you know just get the ones that you like. And if you really really like a spec, then I think you go out of your way or maybe go and find it on Card Kingdom and find a bunch of cards like that as well. Because mm-hmm. shipping is mixed in there as well. So like sometimes you can go. That's the hard part. Is like then I go to Card Kingdom and it's like, well yeah they have this at a good deal. But then there's nothing else I want yeah. from them, and, and then, then the then shipping kicks on. your ass. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Uh, I was buying, I think, is Eternal Eternity Vessel, the Zenicar. Whenever you play a land, your life total goes back to the yeah. where it was. You guys should have told me that should be in my Lycia deck, and then I was like, <laughs> yeah, that should be in my Lycia deck to me. <laughs> and so I, I got it foil, and that I found it five bucks on TCG. Uh, I was five, or it was five fifty on TCG, five bucks on Card Kingdom, and I was like. Well, no, it's much better on TCG because I, I grouped it in with some stuff, even though it was a little bit more expensive. Wait, it was because better I on TCG or better, better on, on TCG, card? even though it was 50 cents more. Oh, I thought you flipped I had, it. I thought you, oh, yeah, it was 50 cents more. You're right. Yeah. Because I, cause the shipping was with multiple cards on TCG yeah, so you, and they'd be equivalent shipping costs. Mm-hmm. So I'm just skipping on the card kingdom cost, essentially. Yeah. 
at that point. So you, you got to do a little bit of mental math. And I think that's also important to talk about in TCG. If you find a card that's a little bit more expensive, uh, or like, uh, what is it? So they go by price of card plus shipping. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes you'll find uh, a card, like one card that's 220 uh, and then the shipping's like two bucks. And you're like, oh, that's kind of gross. Yeah. But if you go, and they only have one copy, but if you go to another one that's like 230 with $2 shipping and six copies, that divides right. each card goes That's exactly divides what I between, do too. Yeah. So uh, for shipping costs, I flip back and forth because I'll, you know, I, it starts with the price plus shipping as the cheapest. So mm -hmm. I look at those to see, okay, where are my prices there, and then I'll flip it over to just the price. And a lot of times you'll see, yeah, they have three dollars shipping, but they have eleven copies. Well, that three dollars gets cut way down, and you know, and it's you're so much that cheaper between eleven cards. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, you, you figure out, you calculate that out, and you're like, oh man, this is so much cheaper much to go deal. that way. Yeah. So, so that's something that you want to be looking into. Again, we're going over concepts right now, and we'll uh, keep on adding in cards for specific things. Yeah. So uh, another thing that I've been doing is go for cards that you're you're using in your deck or that you pimp out your deck. For example, like. We use proxies for our expensive cards. So yep. the expensive cards that we have are sitting in binders. And so we were making, you know, these nice looking proxies. They're still not the actual cards, so the foils and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So the way that I actually pimp my decks out is I use full art land. You know, I try to use the unstable, is by far still my favorite lands. Uh, before Unstable came out, which was you know, we're over a year now, a year and yep. change when it came out. I was going for all the full art, you know, Zendikar, um, Amonkhet, um, all that, all the full art land. I love that. Um, so I was going after those. So I have tons of those lands. But right now I'm kind of in a kick where if my cart is under $2, I look, go to their storefront and I look for unstable lands. They don't have unstable lands. Then I go for foil full art land. If they don't have the foil full art land, I do check out the foil regular lands, and I've been putting picking those up as well. Because um, you can get the foil full art from Battle for Zendikar. Those, are, yeah. I've been looking at. I've been picking them up for like a dollar, dollar fifty at the moment. That's most. a really good price. Yeah. So it was just like, fuck yeah, I'll take that. And they're. In, near mint condition light play near mint mm -hmm. they look amazing they're exactly the same as the zendikar ones but the zendikar ones are 15 dollars plus sure yeah because they were around when there wasn't many options now there's much more option and so there hasn't been like a price correction yeah and there's price memory on the original zendikar foil lands. yeah so that's that's my first target and if that store doesn't have that then i kind of actually am just starting to formulate this list i always have had a mental thing of like okay these are the cards I've been going after for the last month, and so I'll type those in. So, for example, uh, foil end raises or foil uh, the phoenix. What one is that? Oh, sphinx, not phoenix. Sphinx of the foresight. Uh, okay. Foresight. Yeah. Um, I know those off my head, you know, because I've been already specking on those. So those are ones that'll go in first. Yeah. But now what I'm actually starting to do is formulate a list of going through, and it's pretty much standard stuff that I'm going through, and I'm like, okay. Any of these cards, I wouldn't mind having multiple copies of. Sure. Yeah. So I guess that's the next tip is kind of make a list and have it so it's next to you. If you find a spec that you're you're liking, um, 
go down your list and just start going through and be like, okay, these cards are underpriced for Commander, and I think these will go up. Or if it's a pet peeve thing, not pet peeve, it's a pet pet deck. You know what I'm saying? Like the the foil flirt lands. It's something that I like. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I don't mind having multiple copies of that. So that's kind of one of the tips. I mean, right now, like I said before, uh, the Sphinx, I mentioned that. N-Rays, those are foils. Smothering Tie, we'd mentioned that a bunch. Um, Electro Dominance, I picked. So that was one of the cart fillers I just got last week. I got that for a dollar. Electro Dominance, yeah. You can get it for $2 on TCG. It was insane. That card's so good. It's it's quite good. So <laughs> that's what I'd say is make a list of cards that are $4 and under that you like and kind of just start. And that's where I would even go cheaper. I would go under a dollar. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, yeah, again, for sure. In non-foils for me, like I think I just try and get like a handful of non-foils. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of, because again, I'm trading, not selling. Um and the higher, yeah. So the the thing, like, I, I know it's on your list, Pestilent Spirit. Yeah. That's the 3-2 Menace Death Touch, and it gives your burn spells Death Touch. Like, I was, I think I bought, like, seven of them for 40 cents a piece. It's super like, unique. That card is, like, crazy yeah. cool. It, it's it has just a, a, yeah, that it's a unique effect to it that you can see Commander taking apart or taking that and using that in multiple mm-hmm. ways. You know, like so, like yeah, that's on my list. I use, I mean, I have light up the stage on there. That's not foil because foils are so fucking expensive. Sure. Just light up the stage. I think is a good card. Uh, emergency powers. Emergency powers is a mythic. It's a dollar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I it, bought. I did get one. I, yeah, that and that goes into another thing that I do is. I look for cards I don't have already mm-hmm. as well. Correct, yeah. So that I'm expanding my collection mm-hmm. of cards that I can use and uh, play with. Because that's, I mean, that's why I'm doing this is I want to play the cards too. Mm-hmm. And so I want at least one. And so if if I'm just looking to kind of pick it up, I kind of add it into a cart and that kind of helps out as yeah. well. Uh, and so like I like I said, I got emergency powers. I found like, uh, have you ever heard of like Urza's Helix? I don't think I have heard of that it's one. It's an artifact. I want to say it's four. And then you pay X, tap it, and you get to like tap X target lands. No, and so it's like, it it's up. a really like unique card in my mind. Mishra. Uh, Mishra's Helix. Sorry. Oh, Mishra. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've never seen this card. So it's five X, tap it, tap X target lands. I was like, man, that would be really cool in my like, uh, the, I don't have the deck anymore, but uh, Roshin Meander, which is tap four, like tap it, it gives you four colorless mana for X spells and abilities. Mm. So you can tap this, tap down other people's land, and you're not using any of your land per se. And so you could potentially, you're going to be ahead in mana in that kind of game, and so you could tap somebody out every turn. That seems like a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. But so this is something that you've been throwing in it's it's something where I'm like, oh, I had a deck where this could have worked in. That'd be kind of cool. I didn't know it existed. So we picked it up it in. in your yeah, and so I just picked it up filler. and I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So and like you look at it and again, it's a reasonable card. I think I picked it up for right around a dollar. Um, I'm not going like crazy crazy because the more expensive cards, I end up trying to I add, I add that when I'm going through cards and I'm like, oh, that's an awesome card, but it's more than I want to pay for mm-hmm. it. I'll add it to my trades list. And, see if and then I'll try and there. see if I can get it through yeah. trades on Cardsphere at this moment in time is where I'm trading from. So I'll add it to that list and then I can passively try and get it. 
which is a little bit different. Yeah. So, cool stuff. I'm not sure if that's... Do you have all your list stuff? Well, the, I guess my right now is the cards I kind of mentioned. And then also I, I start with the land because it's the easiest. You know, it's the easiest way to fill it because sure. most most stores on TCG have lands. I Like I said, first off, unstable, then foil, full art, and then foil regulars. And then if they don't have that, sometimes... You know, I'll type in this stuff for the ones I have offhand, but now I'm starting to put this list together, and I think it's a good idea because then you can just kind of th- scroll through your list and see which ones you have, and like you said, adding to your collection. You can go through that and see what cards you don't have that you want to add to your collection, see if they have it. Mm-hmm. It just depends on how much time you want to spend. So a lot of times it's I get through the land section and maybe a couple of these cards, and I'm like, all right, fuck that story. I'll take it off my card because <laughs> they don't. Sometimes they don't have. You know, they have one good deal, and then everything else is overpriced. Sure. So at that point, you just got to cut your losses because then you're spending too much time trying to find one card, or you can just go to their their most popular cards and pick out something if if it's really that good of a deal. Mm-hmm. You know, the cards under a buck or under yeah under a buck, and it's really you could sell it right now for three bucks, or it's almost out of inventory. Well. Maybe at that point you do just buy something else that you could have that you don't have, you know, add to mm-hmm. your collection, like you said. Uh, the other thing that I would add in that I'm running out of ideas is <laughs> <laughs> is uh, so since we do proxies and that that allows for our more expensive cards to kind of be pimped in that certain way where it's like a full art, good looking promo or uh, card. Uh, the one thing that I do is I look through cards that I do use frequently, like an example, like a whole breach, which is red green. You can destroy an artifact and or enchantment. Um, I will try and look for that in foil, mm-hmm. knowing that I will always have at least one going in some of my decks mm-hmm. uh, and if not more. So like in, they're just cards that are like five bucks and under that I use consistently in foil. And that's kind of where I go for it on that. And, going with that too is this is the time where i don't mind minus the lands you know i like to try to get the foil ones this is the time where i'm like okay i can have sphinx of the foresight in non-foil i don't mind having multiple copies of that Mm -hmm. if i'm getting it for super cheap just to fill my cart you know yeah so that's the thing is like yeah find the foils because they're cheap as well too if they have them but most likely they're gonna not have the foils they'll have the non-foil stuff Put those in there. I mean, those are good cards that are going to be used potentially could, if the rule change happens with mulligans, those could go up. So it could even be a good spec there or even, you know, I mean, end rays, those are like 20 cents a piece. And with us doing the Smith specs of the week at the end of the show, like we always have a running list as well, which, which helps because we always can go back and look, oh yeah, we did kind of spec on that and has like, has it changed? Has it not? Is it worth getting still? Um, and we're essentially creating a list as we're going through and you guys can always go back and check out the ones that we've done in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that it should be also a helpful resource on cards that could be, if you agree with it. Yeah. Uh, I could run through my list, but a lot of these we've actually talked about, or at one point mentioned that we're really good cards, but I mean, there's a bunch of them. You can look at the under $2 on, goldfish right now and you can find a bunch of them that are really good for commander sure um that you could use but the, the other thing i would also mention is cross-reference so tcg oftentimes is cheaper but not always right and so like you said it's 
you can go with eBay, you can go with Card Kingdom or whatever online store or at physical store location that you have. And then you're like, well, actually, I can get it cheaper here. Mm-hmm. And um, you always can make that choice and see. Because oftentimes I'm going Card Kingdom and TCG and cross-referencing. And generally I'll have like a block of like 20 bucks out of Card Kingdom where I'm like, these were just cheaper here and I have enough cards that I want to buy from you right now. So then you'll go that route. So then I can go that route and just kind of add it in. With uh, eBay, the little tip there is the single might not be uh, as cheap, but if you do the times four, um, yeah. sometimes a lot of times that's a lot cheaper. So if you're wanting more than just one copy, check out eBay. Sometimes the times four is a lot cheaper than if you were to buy four from TCG or from different vendors from TCG. Sure. Yeah. Oftentimes, though, on eBay, they don't have more than four. Yeah. Which is, you know, yeah. with, with Card Kingdom, they'll have they'll have the number there, but they'll it goes the, up to like eight. You'll, so you can you'll, eight. you'll come across people that have the times four. I do that. Times four and you have multiple copies of that mm. where it's like you have eight of them and they just have to click it. Like you know, four go bundles to, of yeah. it or whatever. Okay. Yeah. This has turned into just the tips, you know. It's <laughs> it. Actually, this has been the name of this. I hope you enjoy just the tips. Just the tips. Just the tips from TCG. Can you edit out that beginning? Yeah. And just... <laughs> Just the tips, and then I'll put that right at the beginning. Perfect. Yeah. I didn't talk there either. <laughs> All right. That should do it for our episode tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this. That um, wonderful time that you are listening. Yeah. So next week, are we are we for sure doing what we're talking about for next week? We never are for sure. We're, we're a fluid production. We're going to potentially talk about tips to give you a quicker gameplay, which we kind of mentioned earlier. Yeah. And then Maybe. we have a name for the, uh, we're not going to tell the other one. Cause I don't know if that's the name we're going to use. I did not give anything away. I do not know what you're talking about. You should about. mumble it. Like we're on like a lifetime show where they're not <laughs> supposed <laughs> to like face or voice. Don't so do it. Well, like, I was uh, going down the alley. Like game of Thrones where brands you're, He's in the dream, not the dream where he's uh Oh fuck. We're going to game it. Never mind. I'm hmm. not going to go game of Thrones it, but you know, we're, you're in his you're like listening but you can't hear what she's saying when she's saying john snow's stuff oh sure yeah, yeah i spoiler, spoiler alert. jesus <laughs> I, I didn't say it just it you said john snow stuff it's no big deal no nbd that was stupid. is that a saying <laughs> nbd no it isn't <laughs> don't, don't try and start stuff here uh, oh i wish i was the, the one that i made that up yes <laughs> oh you're not? No. All right. Anyways, uh, <laughs> you guys can follow us on Twitter. At Commander Smiths. You guys can check us out on YouTube. Subscribe and like and share and all that fun stuff. Shilling. At Commander Smiths. You can Gmail us. At Commander Smiths. And you can find us on Patreon. At Commander Smiths. Donate and you can potentially, not potentially, you will get a proxy of your choice for the proxies of the week. How about you will donate and you'll yeah. potentially <laughs> get a proxy. How about that? So you gotta that's you gotta go on Twitter Sorry. and uh, if you are donating, I'm guessing you're following us on Twitter too. But then you can actually pick through the ones of the See proxy of the is. week. Yeah. So, all right, that should do it for this week. Yeah, we'll link all this stuff down below. Donate? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please. <laughs> all right, we'll see you guys next week. Love begging. See ya. Bye. <laughs> Love. 
<laughs> Did you say love bagging? Begging. Oh, begging. It's like bagging. It's a bagel, it's like, not a bagel, we, you jerk. Are we tea bagging? No. We're tea begging. Oh. <laughs> Sexy kinda. Mm-hmm.